What's good, Chiefs Keenum? We got a bonus episode today. Chiefs defensive end Charles Omenahu has been suspended for six games. You know, we got to talk about it. It's going to be quick and easy, though. Welcome to the Keenum Connect podcast. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Podcast. You're the host, producer, Eric Lepartis, certified health and performance trainer. I hope Chiefs Kingdom is doing very, very well today. We're recording this episode on Friday, August 4th. Um, it's been a little nasty out. Been dealing with some rain these last few weeks. Some storms been going on. Hope everybody's been staying safe. I know some people have been losing power as of lately, but um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get on with this, uh, bonus episode. Um, it is episode eight, officially episode 90 of the podcast. Um, I actually count my, uh, bonus episodes toward the, the episodic scheme. So I know some podcasts don't do that, but I do. So this is episode 90 of the podcast, a little bonus episode because I did not have any intentions of getting an episode out today. Uh, but uh, Chiefs uh, defensive end Charles Menehu has been suspended by for uh, by not by for six games. Um, we kind of knew this was going to happen. I initially kind of forgot. Uh, like I knew it was going to happen when we when we signed him because that was the talk uh, that he was. You know, there was a domestic violence incident that had happened when he was with San Francisco. Happened, I want to say it was right after the NFC Championship. It was either after the NFC Championship or right before the NFC Championship. I can't remember. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm not going to pull up the this incident, but um, it, obviously it, go, it goes against the player conduct policy that the NFL has placed. Um, so they suspended him for six games. Um, and like I mentioned, I kind of initially forgot about it because you just don't think about those things. Um, until they officially pop up. So, um, yeah, just got that notification not too long ago, and it's popping up all over Twitter and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> but what does this mean for uh, the the defense and the team moving forward? Um, it just means that we got to get Chris Jones signed. It, even though he's going to be here under – he's. Let me take that back. He's here under contract no matter what. So he's going to be here at some point, you would hope. But you want to get a contract extension done. I've preached this for the last several, I don't know, all of offseason, because that was pretty much the biggest thing that, you know, was the talk until everything's been going on. Now, I'm still optimistic um, some Chiefs fans are kind of just giving up. They're like, look, this is where it's at. We don't think there's going to be a deal done. And that's totally understandable. I did not think it was going to get this far. But things things sometimes, they, they come to a point. And sometimes stalemates don't last forever. And I, I think they're going to get a deal done. And there's been some reports out there that have been saying that it's, you know, uh, I can't remember who reported this. It was... Um, shoot it was someone off the nfl network and you know she was uh, it was it was a lady and i can't remember what her name was but 
she basically talked about how she had some inside sources. You know, she mentioned, you know, obviously physically talking to Andy Reid and Brett Beach at the um, the ring ceremony. And then she said she had talked to some sources that were kind of involved with the contract, you know. So and she says that, hey, I'm they're still optimistic that think something's going to get done. So maybe there is, maybe there isn't. And you know what? I know he's been throwing out a lot of cryptic messages. Don't buy into it. He did it the first time he needed a contract extension. All right. So I know we're talking about Charles Menu's suspension and, um, that leaves, you know, well, depending on however many defensive ends make the team, you know, this might mean, you know, Kando might make the team. And I honestly, I think I had him down for my, let me pull up my 53 projection real quick. You know, I'm going to look at that and see where I had, which defensive ends I had. I can't remember. Okay. Yeah, guys, I physically wrote this down, so I didn't really type it out. Um, if you guys can hear me moving some paper around and took it i actually wrote down my uh my 53 projection um so i did not have kando making the um the uh the initial 53 but this might mean he might just because they know the suspension will happen now since he's been suspended for six games i don't know if that starts like immediately um the moment that the regular season starts or um, it's like now, like he can't, he cannot show up to any type of chiefs facility or, you know, practice now until that suspension is served. I think I'm, I'm almost a hundred percent positive. It I'm almost a hundred percent positive. It starts, um, you know what? I'm just going to pull up this suspension anyways. I'm not trying to just throw out false things. Let me see if I could just pull it up. Charles. Okay. Okay, so this was a tweet out by Nate Taylor um, earlier today, and um, <clears throat> it says uh, Charles Amenu has been suspended by the uh, NFL for the season. He tweeted out, Charles, it's not even Twitter, whatever you're calling it now, post. Charles Amenu has been suspended by the NFL for the season's first six games for violating the league's personal conduct policy. Amenu is expected to return to the Chiefs training facility October 13th, the day following the team's week six game against the Broncos. So, again, I don't know if that means, like, it starts now and then he has to leave St. Joe and go home and just relax until October 13th. Um, or, um, 
or it doesn't start until the the season actually starts and he gets to go through preseason. I'm not 100% sure because they didn't dish out Willie Gay's suspension until what after this like they let him play week 1 and week 2 and then they dished it out uh weeks 3 through week 3, 4, 5 and 6. So yeah, no, it's cuz he had four games. And Charles has six, so you know he's gonna miss. You know he's gonna miss a couple important games. I, I think he misses the Jets. Um, let me pull up the schedule. Yeah, he he misses the Jets, and obviously that Broncos game. Um, and again, this this means you saw you need to you really need to figure out this Chris Jones and get this Chris Jones things done. Um, and again, I'm I'm optimistic that it's gonna get done, but it just feels like the you need to push that push it, push it more. Now, someone tweeted out today or not today. I'm sorry. Um, or was it? Yeah, it was today. I thought it was, maybe it was yesterday, but yeah, it was today that they, they think that Jones is going to show up this Sunday. Maybe, you know, because this week is the week of our first preseason game. So, um, or this next coming week, I should say, and or because the follow next following weekend is uh, a week from Sunday, the 13th is our first preseason game. Gosh, I'm all over the place because I'm trying to look at multiple things at once. I need to stop doing that. I can't multitask. That's just never been me. <laughs> you know, I can't talk and then try to look at this stuff and then look at notes. And it's not working. All right. So um, they need to get that done. And, oh, yeah, I was pulling up the schedule. That's See, again, you can't do multiple things at once. For, I can't do it. I just can't do it. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, he misses uh, the Jets and the uh, Broncos game. Two very important games. And I'd even include, include week one as a very important game. You know, he's going to miss the banner drop, unfortunately. Now, he wasn't on the team, so I guess it doesn't really matter that much. He wasn't on the Super Bowl winning team. But still, it's nice to kind of be there for the team, give you a little bit more motivation to see, you know, what the standard is and um, what you're planning on working for for that season. But we'll get him back, um, and he will get into his role um, serving that, uh, playing that defensive end on uh, the earlier downs, and then they'll switch them inside on pass downs next to Jones and uh, mix and mix them up all over uh, all over the defensive line. Um, <clears throat> now, some people have talked about some uh, veteran pr- uh, pass rushers that are out there still. Uh, Carlos Dunlap is still out there. Who knows what's going to happen? I think they would have liked to bring him back, but I think their number one priority was getting Jones done before even messing with trying to bring any veterans in. And uh, it doesn't mean it might not, it, that it can't still happen. It, it might be one of those things where like they tell Carlos like, Hey, you can come on and they, they bring them on like the last week or like, cause I can't even remember when they brought them on the fir- like la- uh, last year. I don't even know if it was before the first preseason game or he came on, uh, towards the middle of preseason. Um, let me see if I can find. I believe I have the posting still when I made it when we signed him last year. Just want to double check to see if we can get through that. 
No, I, I guess I, I didn't have the post thing. Thought I did. Um. Yeah, no. Uh, <clears throat> we signed him at at some point, but um, I can't remember when it was during the training camp part. But it could still happen. And I'm not doubting that it can't happen. Still, it just all depends on when they get the Chris Jones uh, deal the extension done, and that's what we're all kind of waiting for. Um, but uh, other veteran pass rushers out there, I know there's Justin Houston, there's Javon Clowney. Um, I don't think they're going to get any of those guys. Honestly, I don't really think they're going to bring any anybody in until uh, Chris Jones extension. And to be honest with you, I don't really want any of these players, even when they get the deal done. The only guy that I'd be cool with is Dunlap, just because we know what we're going to get with him. You know, I'm not trying to mess with, you know, other guys out there. Uh is Melvin Ingram even still available? No, he's a free agent. Yeah, because he only signed a deal for a one-year deal with uh, Miami. Uh, so, yeah, you got like Jadavion Clowney, you have Melvin Ingram, you have um, obviously Justin Houston, and people keep clamoring for him. Honestly, I think that 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 bridge was burned the moment um, he departed from here. He wanted to stay, and they didn't. Uh, they said, nah, I think we're good. And I think him seeing the, the rings getting won here, he doesn't want to feel like that he has to come back to be a part of that when he wanted to be a part of it initially. That's where my that's where my mindset goes. Could be wrong. I don't know the guy. Not going to speak for him. Um, but that's just where my if I were him, where my mentality would be at, essentially. I don't want to be a part of I don't want to go. I don't want to go back to the, even though like I know that it would be an easy way to win a championship. Y'all got rid of me. Y'all didn't want me to be a part of the process initially. So I I can see that's where the mindset would be at. So no Justin Houston, um, although he has still been productive. So if anybody tells you that he hasn't been productive, um, he has. He's what averaged like eight and a half sacks like the last like four or five seasons since he's, you know, been um, – since he hasn't been with us. And I think he's only missed like five, five or six games. Not a lot. Um, but in, again, any of these guys really, I don't really care for the, you know, I'd, I'd probably take Melvin Ingram back. I mean, they Spags was able to uh, put him in uh, specific situations to get him freed up. And, you know, he wasn't like he was getting sacks, but he was getting really good pressure to the quarterback. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. But if they do bring in a guy, it most likely will be Dunlap because of him being here last year and him knowing the system that way and the way they were able to utilize him and the, the staff percentage. But got to get Chris Jones done. Um, Charles Menehu, uh it sucks. He, he didn't really want to see it, but guys kind of knew it was going to happen. And for everybody out there who's saying, like, why are we bringing in these type of players? You got to understand who our head coach is. He is the king of second chances. 
maybe even sometimes third third chances. Um, he he wants he he knows that players can change, and he knows that. And Andy and Andy has the environment. And Andy has the track record of of that. He he creates an environment to where a player the player it's almost so hard for them to be that way. You know. So, not that people don't ever have problems. People always people have problems. It it it's life. Um, just gotta be smart. You can't be dumb and putting yourself in 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 situations where you're gonna fail. Um, but at the end of the day, Andy Reid, Andy Reid's a good great coach. He's one of the best. It, you know, I I I've clamored it. I think he's the best coach currently coaching today. I think he's surpassed uh, Bill, not as like by accomplishments. I'm just saying again. I'm just saying by currently coaching you know, winning, you know, situations and consistency. It's, it's Andy Reid all day and his environment, his, his, his program, I don't want to call it program programs, college, his, um, his locker room and his culture and what he's built. It, it, it makes players want to be a more part of that than want to do their own thing. Essentially. Not that there won't be players that won't do that because we still run into them. But if you're going to be a part of this, you got to be that. You got to be a certain way still. <clears throat> and I'm sure Andy had the conversation with Charles already. And and I'm not knocking. This is not me knocking Charles as a person. I think you know what people people make mistakes, you know, and I think people can learn from them like really learn from them. And that's what I'm hoping out of this situation with Charles. Um, and we'll get him back and he'll be dominant when he plays. Um, Chris will be dominant when he plays. Uh, training camp is still moving on. We got our first preseason game on the 13th. Oh, and by the way, before we get out of here, cause we're about to get off this episode. Um, I apologize if your guys' feeds have been late, like if getting the episodes, because um, I've been getting them out, but then some days they're not like the feed isn't like pulling them out until like a day or two later. So like, for example, like, you know, today's Friday, but this honestly to how it's been going, you guys might not get this until Saturday. And that's okay. I don't really, you know, at the end of the day, I don't really care what day you guys get as long as it's not like a week later or anything like that. If it's within like a, you know, 24 to 48 hour span, I'm okay with that. But I, I want you guys to kind of get the, you know, the, the episode, the content that I'm bringing out to you guys uh, as quick as possible. The moment that um, I get them recorded, those episodes recorded. Uh Guys are looking great. Everybody's working hard. Uh, just got to keep the work going. Um, and this is, you know, trying to make another run to repeat. And the work, it, it's, it's it's putting in now. The work is now. And no one cares about last year. It's a new year. And these guys are going to fight for it. 
and they're going to get it again. Because I believe that. And I know you guys all believe that, Chiefs Kingdom. And with that being said, you guys already know, the connect is always real.